Hello, everyone, and welcome to Old Days Past Podcast. I want to thank you for joining us tonight, and I hope everyone had a great 4th of July weekend. So tonight we're going to talk about are our small businesses falling into a state of Great Depression. You know, for some reason, small businesses has been on my mind for quite some times. I guess it started around a few weeks after Chicago went into the lockdown on March the 21st, I believe it was. Um, after that, it was like a domino effect, and all of a sudden it felt like the whole world kind of shut down around us. You had city after city, and then you had state after state. The country kind of shut down. And there we were, <clears throat> everyone home other than essential workers. But what was the true definition of essential workers? Well, we knew for sure it'd be the police, of course, and firefighters, first responders, hospitals, and of course, the mortuaries. We knew that big box corporate grocery stores and pharmacies had to be open to feed the people and the big shopping industry, shipping industries had to remain open to ensure the box stores got the food and necessities to the people. But there we fall into the gray area. But what about these other businesses? Tens of thousands of smaller guys. What about them? Us. The clothing retailer, <clears throat> excuse me, or the boutique shop, or maybe your local diner, or your local sports bar. Even what about your child's lemonade stand that you were supposed to help them set up for the fundraiser? They all got put on hold from the onset of that nasty pandemic that was sweeping across the world. And why did it happen to this country, or that country for say? So the answer that we were and are looking for is what can we do about it? The pandemic of 1918 was one of the worst pandemics in recent history. It killed about 50 million worldwide with around 675,000 of those deaths occurring right here in the good old U.S. of A. Due to the medical and pharmaceutical limitations, Control efforts were put into place, just like they were, are today, <clears throat> such as what we're experiencing now. Things like isolation and quarantine and good hygiene, and also limiting public gathering. During this time, from around 1918 to 1923, the economic activity sharply declined before the country began to bounce back. Unfortunately, during this time period, there was very few amenities that we get to enjoy today. So going back to the answer, what can we do about it? So I've pondered this for quite some time, and it leads me down a few different possible paths. But I'll start with this. No matter where we were in this pandemic struggle, what I know for sure is that most small businesses are struggling, and I mean they're struggling deeply. Not too long ago after the lockdown was lifted, 
we went to Waxahachie, Texas, where we like to go there from time to time to go down to the old town and, you know, enjoy some lunch and then hit some of the antique and boutique shops. Our first stop was usually an, an antique store um, where we would go and rummage through any new merchandise that they had recently received. Anyway, as we were walking down towards the store, we noticed a lady sitting on the bench near the store. We walked to the bench and noticed that the store, and it was the store owner. I stopped and I said hello like I normally do. I said, nice day, isn't it? And she replied, yes, it's a beautiful day. I said, we decided to drive down this weekend since the ban was lifted and wanted to see what goodies you've got since we've been gone. I mean, that's, that's generally what we do. We'll drive to a little small town here or a little small town there, and we love going to the old ones. Anyway, she kind of tilted her head down and said, I'm sorry, but we're closed. And I replied, well, then when do you plan on reopening? And she said, we're not. Because she can't keep going like this. She said, they've been closed for far too long. And she can't continue to keep it open. At that time, I had a loss for words. I knew that the sands of time had finally took a toll on her business. And then I finally replied and asked her, so what are you going to do? And she said, you know, God has never let me down. Besides, I've been debating on retiring for some time. I guess this is my time now. So we wished her well and then walked on down the street and went on to the next store. But what about her? Was it her time? Was she really ready to take that next step and throw in the towel? Absolutely not. She wasn't. You could see it in her eyes. She was just another one of the many victims of this circumstance who couldn't financially weather the storm. The recent past pretty much immediately flashed through my mind as I recalled the shutdown of the country and all the other small businesses who weren't classified as essential and therefore same in, fell into the same boat. And this really bothered me as there was nothing I could do. After all, I'm like most people. I'm just a normal guy with a normal but essential job therefore allowing me to continue collecting my normal wage, but by far not enough to give these people a hand up. I already have my grandparents here that live with us. Well, technically it's my mother and father-in-law. And, you know, we have the normal necessities that everyone else has to keep current on a monthly basis. And then on top of that, we have two grown kids. Most of y'all know uh, they need a hand from time to time, too. There's not a lot left over after that. But then it hit me. The answer to the question, what can we do about it? You know, there's an old slogan that comes on the TV on an advertisement. And that one slogan 
just brought back to memory, well, that's it. That's what we could do as each individual. And it's a cup of coffee. I said it. Yeah, it was me. It's a cup of coffee. I want you to think about something for a minute. Over the last several years on TV, there have been many commercials broadcasted with the phrase for just a cup of coffee. You could help keep someone, an animal, or something. Something could benefit from that cup of coffee. It could be a cup of coffee a day. It could be a cup of coffee a week. It could just be a cup of coffee a month, right? But here's the answer. These small businesses in our towns are our neighbors. And they're friends. And they're our family. And they're our community. Some have, <coughs> excuse me, some have been there since you were a child, while others has opened throughout your life. At the end of the day, they are a part of you, and you are a part of them. You have experienced the visuals, the smells, and the memories. Most are now experiencing some kind of trouble since these trying times have come to light. We need to go to the big box stores, and that's fine. But what if just one item you needed was purchased just once a day, or once a week, or once a month from one or more of your mom and pop shops? For example, if you was just interested in buying that cup of coffee, instead of going to the big chain retailer just this one time, for that one week, stop by your locally owned coffee shop. They really do have some good coffee, you know. Maybe there's one item that you need once a week or once a month, maybe, and can be purchased from one of your mom and pop shops. You know, it, it may cost a dollar or two more even for that item, but is that even the cost of the cup of coffee these days? And the best part, that's right, we're supporting our communities and helping them get through these tough times. You know, if you see a for sale sign at the local boutique shop you've never been in, you might be surprised what you find. Stop in and see what's there. It's actually quite fun to go to these old towns and just walk down the strip. Just walking down that strip takes you back to the past. And then the next thing you know, you'll walk in this place and you'll walk in that place. And more times than not, we found that we found something in there that was interesting, something that we really liked. And it might have cost a dollar more. It might have cost a dollar less. But when we walked out that store, we helped that person in that community that belonged to the family of that community. There's a whole lot of subtle things we can do one person at a time. And finally, part two of the answer. What if we go into a lockdown again and are not allowed to shop in these stores again? For some of these mom and pop stores, there's really not an answer. They're not set up for internet. They're not set up to, to do that kind of business. But for others, it is. Although it's true you may not be allowed in these stores during this time, 
you do have the internet. Ask the owners of your local shops and stores around your community if they have a store website and a shopping cart, and if they're allowed to do internet business during a shutdown. If so, you're helping the flow of that lifeblood to that business and to that family to continue their dream of small business ownership. Remember, no one has to stop shopping the big box stores and far from it. It's just forming a habit and a relationship with your community, your friends, and your family while doing your part to help keep the community strong. Well, guys, I hope you enjoyed the, tonight's episode. And uh, remember that we together we are strong. So please like and follow this podcast. You can also find us on Facebook at Old Days Past or at olddayspast.com. Or if you'd like to drop, drop some thoughts or comments, feel free to at james at olddayspast.com. As always, thanks again for tuning in, and be sure to listen in to our next episode. I'm going to try to have this every Sunday night. I enjoy doing this. I enjoy posting things on our Facebook page. It, it turned, it went from a hobby to a passion. I truly do, do believe in old towns, and I do believe that there's grit there, and maybe some of that grit needs to come back. So once again, thanks again for joining, and until next time, y'all have a great week. Bye.